Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour. Bonjour. (laughs) I love to say bonjour. It just sounds so happy. I first started saying bonjour when I went on my first adult without my parents vacation. I went with my best friend, Rosemary, and we went to the Caribbean. We went to Club Med and uh, we went to the island of Martinique and it's a French island. And I think the first morning somebody said, Ah, bonjour. And I was, I've been saying bonjour ever since. It's a sign of life is good. Bonjour, of course, the French word for good day. So, yes, good day. Wishing everyone a good day. No matter what time of day it is, we can have a good day. Even if the day to this moment has been super challenging, now it can become a good day. So, bonjour. Ah, I'm so happy to be here, and the topic is stress relief. Once again, uh, I've been given the gift of a request of a topic, stress relief, and so I'm following through, and I'm going to say a prayer, and then I'll tell you how you can suggest a topic if you like. So let's take that breath of love and gratitude together. I place my hand on my heart and I am deeply grateful and thankful that there is relief from the stresses and strains that we have agreed to. So grateful and thankful to lay the burden down, to lay the attack thoughts, the weapons of mass destruction and distraction down. We lay them on the holy altar fire of divine love and we open our heart we open our mind to an awareness of the pure perfection that we truly are so grateful and thankful to recognize our holiness we share the benefits of this recognition with everyone because we're one with them so grateful and thankful to join together for a healing purpose we let the healing be we know it's done And so it is. Amen. 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 Yes. Ah, So today I am in Maine, Deer Isle, Maine. Uh, I love it here so much and I'm also leaving today. And I won't say I feel sad per se, but I really do love it here and I don't like to leave. (laughs) Even though I'm going someplace wonderful always I love it here I just have a connection to the land and I really enjoy it our family home here and uh, we've got renters coming you can rent our house there's uh, an ad for it uh, on jenniferhadley.com on the sidebar of the events page our house is called Blue Arches and uh, it was built by my parents in the 80s and we just love it here We had a wonderful family vacation. And I, uh, oh, I also want to tell you how to submit a topic. Go to livingacourseinmiracles.com forward slash radio, which is where you can search. We have a really good search function there. You put in a keyword or phrase and search for it and find uh, any one of the more than 360 episodes that are there. Find some that you like and you can download them or listen to them there or sign up in the podcast. Uh, We have a podcast available for whatever device you're using. And also you can submit a topic. There's a form in the sidebar there to submit a topic. And I thank you for making your requests. It's a pleasure to be able to respond to them. So our topic today is stress relief. And it's something I know a lot about. 
And I, like many people, have had times of tremendous stress. And the most stressful time in my life, I'm just double-checking with spirit, is that actually true? Hmm. Well, you know, I'll say this. It was the most stressful time in my life that I recognized I was experiencing the phenomena of stress. So I may have experienced it before, but not known what it was. But I was very aware of how I felt and what was going on at the time of my mom's uh, last few months of life in this, in that body. And uh, it was stressful in part because my mom was definitely on her way out the door to the next dimension, making her transition. It was stressful. Actually, I'm going to take that sentence back. Uh, I always like to walk back when I misstate something. And I just realized that I did. Thank you, Spirit. That's not why it was stressful. It was stressful because of how I held it in my mind. That's the whole thing about stress. It's not about the circumstances. It's about how we hold them in our mind. So, one of the things I can tell you is that it was at the time of my mom's uh, transition. And it was also at a time when I was a full-time caregiver for both my parents. Um, And my dad was not ill, but he was super stressed. And it was also a time, it it was winter time, and... We're, we're here in this house where I am right now today. Uh, and it, it uh, was uh, so on the island in the wintertime. It's pretty isolated. I, I had to laugh. Sometimes my dear friends who didn't really understand, I remember one friend said to me, Honey, you just got to get out of that house. Go to the Starbucks. Go to Starbucks you know, every couple of days and just get out of there. And I said, the nearest Starbucks is 90 minutes away. So no Starbucks. Um, there are, yes, there's a local restaurant that's open in the wintertime, but trust me, I, I just don't want to go sit in there. Um, but, um, so My mom was physically ill. My dad was super stressed out. We were all in this house together in the wintertime. And my mom was making her transition. She was leaving. And she was in her early 60s. So, uh, no, I'm sorry. She wasn't. She was 69, late 60s. Still very young. Very, very young. And... The stress, I realized, came from how I held things in my mind. And it also came from being so empathic with my dad. My mom wasn't super stressed, but she... She was definitely ready to make her transition on a lot of levels. Uh, my parents talked about everything. They talked about eulogies and obituaries and what the funeral service would be and who would perf- – they just talked about everything. My mother and I spent days and days going through her jewelry, who was to get what, what I was to say to them. Uh, just we – we really took our time. We saw it coming. We had that luxury. And there was actually a tremendous amount of joy 
because my mother and I had resolved all our differences, and for the first time in our lives, we were experiencing being together in unconditional love. And I've talked a lot about that, so I'm not going to go into that right now. So I had this experience of this real authentic joy, joy being a spiritual quality of God that is part of our true identity, part of our true nature, that we can literally live stream all the time, just like peace is a spiritual quality and freedom is a spiritual quality and harmony, prosperity, wholeness, abundance, wisdom, clarity, purity. These are all spiritual qualities that are aspects of our true identity. Uh, like the the rainbow shows us the different aspects of light. These different spiritual qualities are aspects of our true being. And if we are not experiencing them, it's because we're blocking them. So because of the free flow of love between my mother and myself, I was experiencing this vast unconditional joy right alongside intense stress. I know it doesn't make sense. It was, it was interesting. My dad was so stressed, and what I saw in him was that the stress caused him to be absent-minded, extremely forgetful, and he can be a very intense person, as can I. And if I would ask him, let's say he was doing something in the kitchen, and I'd say, hey, Dad, do you know where the light bulbs are that go in the fixture in the bathroom above the sink? And he would get mad at me because I interrupted him, and now he forgot what he was doing. And why couldn't I just respect that he was doing something, and he would get mad at me. And that that was very abnormal. Uh, but I understood how when you're stressed, because I was experiencing it too, that you can't remember stuff. CRS, can't remember stuff. And it's, it's unusual, it's intense. And so I learned in that to, I got out a legal pad of paper and I put it on the dining room table and I said, Dad, I'm going to write all the questions I have down, like where are the light bulbs for the bathroom fixture, I'll write them here, and then you, at your leisure, can review and see if you'd like to help out with any of these things. And that was actually a really good system. Uh, Another thing we did was we had the hospice therapist come and talk with us. And that gave him a chance to tell me something I would never have known was he was very stressed out that... He was sharing the care for my mother and that I might have different ideas than him. And that was very stressful for him. So we really became a team. And this is something that I feel so valuable to share. If you're in a stressful relationship, this could be a way to relieve the tension and the stress. And it has worked for me. So there are times in relationships, and uh, Lord knows I've experienced them very intensely and very often, with a lot of pain and suffering of my own making, where I would get into this place of intense separation Because really, ultimately, all problems, and stress is, of course, a problem. All problems come from thinking that we're separate from God. We've cut off our mind 
from the flow of those spiritual qualities that I was talking about earlier. And that is the root cause of all stress. It really is. It's thinking that we're on our own. We're ill-equipped. We don't have what it takes. It's too much. It's beyond our ability. And it's beyond our emotional capacity, our mental capacity, our physical capacity, our financial capacity. Uh, It's that uh, danger, 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 danger. There's a, a meltdown happening. As an aside, I just have to tell you this. I I thought it was so funny. It just popped into my mind. When things pop into my mind when I'm doing the radio broadcast or teaching a class, I've learned to share it. So um, we were swimming uh, on the other side of the island here where the, the water was not as warm in the protected area that we're in. And it was much colder. I actually didn't go swimming. I knew it was too cold for my body. My body wouldn't like it. My brother went in. (laughs) And so he's swimming in this cold, cold, cold main water. And he said, danger, danger, core temperature dropping rapidly. Danger, danger, core temperature dropping rapidly. (laughs) And and uh, when we're stressed, we do get the sense of danger, danger, warning signals, and sometimes we ignore them rather than examine what's going on. Why? Because we're feeling completely beyond our limits and capacities. So if we're in overwhelm, we go into coping strategies. Uh, so coping strategies would be self-medication. Uh, meaning that we're going to try to dampen down our feelings or escape with from our mind, from our feelings, by using some form of medication, like smoking, drinking, sex, alcohol, food, sleeping, watching television, exercising, even cleaning or shopping or uh, working all ways to actually avoid stress and recognizing what's really going on. So stress comes from feeling that we're on our own and we're past our limits. So the number one solution, the number one stress reliever is to call upon spirit. And this I learned. I learned it uh, a long time ago in my first prayer experience where I was feeling overwhelmed, frightened, terrified. So not quite stress, because stress is more of a uh, uh, something that we experience on an ongoing basis. But in this moment, I was feeling just a surge of fear. And I said to Spirit, help me. Help me now. And I said, I will not live in fear. Help me. Show me what to do. Show me the way to go. I'll do it. But I will not live in fear. I'll do whatever I'm guided to, but I will not live in fear. That was my first prayer. I got down on my knees at the end of my bed. It was in my 30s. I think it was related to money. Money fear can be so intense. And when money fear continues on and on, it becomes very stressful. But it's so helpful, valuable, and life-changing, healing for us to recognize that the stress does not come from the circumstances. I mean, it might be if you were hanging off the edge of a cliff, (laughs) but 
if that's how it feels and you're not actually hanging off the edge of a cliff, uh, the stress does come from feeling overwhelmed beyond your ken and you're not turning to spirit. You don't have faith in spirit. So for me, I have gone through, I, I went through a, a, a time when I felt like the rug was pulled out from under me in my work, in my finances, in uh, different aspects of my spiritual community and I didn't have a great sense of feeling anchored and moored and held and carried and led and guided. I felt that I was on the edge of an abyss in a certain way and at the time it was stressful, it was intense and I was worried, I was fearful, and I made the decision to use this experience to develop a radical faith, a radical faith and trust in God. And so every time that I started to notice I was feeling worried or afraid, I would go to God and I would declare, I am placing my trust and faith in God. I am being led and guided. Love never fails. God never fails. I am trusting in that which never fails. And it didn't happen overnight. It took months, maybe a year, for me to really move into a place of deep faith and trust and in that process I achieved a peace that has stayed with me ever since so that was 10 years ago now and it was for me it was 2007-8 that that was going on and I am so, so grateful that instead of continuing to manage and cope with my circumstances and to blame my circumstances for the stress, and this was also the time of my mom's passing, so instead of blaming the circumstances for the stress, even my mom's passing and my dad's intense uh, emotions, I said instead, no. This is because I'm not in my right mind. I am going to learn to trust the Holy Spirit in these circumstances. And the Holy Spirit will not fail me. And I'm going to prove it so I know it forever and ever. And that's precisely what occurred. And I reached a tipping point at the end of that period after my mom passed that I've never dipped back down into the levels of fear and worry and doubt and stress and strain and pain that I used to experience. And I really feel that that part of my life is done. I, I got a clear message too, sort of at the end of that period. It was about a year and a half. Yeah, something like that. That I I was very on it working with my mind. And there were times when I would become filled with turmoil, emotional turmoil. And I would get down on my knees and I would call to the Holy Spirit and I'd say, take these thoughts out of my mind. I will not think them. I will not entertain them. They are not true. And I am a creature of love and light and the truth is all I'm interested in.
was profound and life-changing for me. And I did that many times. Some, I didn't always get down on my knees, but I did it many, many, many hundreds, thousands of times. I was determined to see, to know, to feel, to hear the truth, and to live the truth. This is my prayer, to be truthful, 100% truthful, to live in the truth. I pray for this for all beings, for our politicians. Let truth prevail. Let love prevail. Love is truth. Truth is love. It is the de-stressor. And I have a lot more to share with you on this topic. We're coming up to our break here. And when we're on the break, I am going to invite you to go to jenniferhadley.com on the events page there. And you will see all the events that are coming up, the wonderful things, including my Forgive and Be Free retreat and my spiritual counseling training intensive in early October. Yes. You're listening to A Course of Miracles on Unity Online Radio. We're walking the talk. We're living the love. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. We're talking about stress relief, something I've learned a lot about because I couldn't bear the stress, I couldn't bear the struggle and the strain, and I couldn't bear managing and coping. Uh, I've done a lot of managing and coping in my life, and for me, it's so degrading and demeaning to my spirit to not recognize that spirit within me has the ability to rise above whatever the circumstances are and the meaning I've made of it. I have developed an intolerance for suffering, and I'm so grateful for that. Uh, I just, I can't stand it. So I, I think it's because I was the cause of my own suffering, knowingly the cause of my own suffering for so, so long, because I used to be so mean and unkind and so vociferous in my unkindness and so aggressive in my meanness. And I had so much self-hatred and self-judgment and uh, so much despair. And it was so intense for me. I really had such a core belief that I was completely unlovable, unworthy of life itself, and uh, for a time was suicidal I I felt so helpless and hopeless, and I put on a front, and it involved attacking others, defending myself every minute of the day, and that was all the activity of my life for so long that uh, I, I've developed an, an inability to return to that, and uh, I'm very, very committed, and, and still... I I can see every day there were higher choices I could have made, but I don't judge myself for not making them. Instead, I congratulate myself that I can see there is a higher choice that I could have taken. No judgment, no chastisement. I congratulate myself for recognizing, ah, there was a higher choice there. I didn't see it at the time. I didn't want to see it at the time whatever was going on, I can just own it without judgment. And that relieves a lot of stress. So I think one of the main reasons why that time with my parents, with my mom's passing was so stressful, another reason was that When someone's body is a ticking clock and they're going to be leaving the planet, and you know that's 
definitely happening. Uh, and for me, the one of the things that also added to the stress was the protocols for my mom's physical care were changing almost every day. That was stressful. We, we got a whiteboard and so that we could keep track of it uh, because it was changing every day. That was actually helpful, not having to remember it anymore. Okay, it's here on the whiteboard. Uh, we can all see it and know what it is. I can reference it. I don't have to remember it. And one of the big, big stressors for me was the thought that my mom would make her transition and I'd still be holding resentments against her or that I would still be blocking the love from her or towards her, that we would not be at peace with each other. And I made up my mind when we got the terminal cancer diagnosis three years before she passed, I made up my mind there was no way that could occur. And we did totally 100% let go and forgive everything. And we knew it. It was confirmed. We talked about it. And that was why there was that joy, because there was the free flow of love. So one of the things that I learned through the experience of my mom's last three years after she got that terminal diagnosis, they told her initially three months, but it was three years. And uh, I knew she had at least three years, maybe five. That was my intuitive feeling. So I was glad for the three years that we had. Very, very glad. It was really life-changing for both of us. Uh, spirit change, spirit revealing. And so I've learned that one of the great stressors is unforgiveness. And it's one of the reasons why I've dedicated my life to a practical teaching of forgiveness. I started teaching forgiveness in 2000, which was 18 years ago. I'm so beyond excited that uh, John Mundy and I just did this teacher training, three teacher trainings back-to-back, which was spectacular. OMG. You know, I love to see people share their gifts and talents, find their gifts and talents, express their gifts and talents, and stop playing small. Oh, helping to facilitate that, it's so great. I, I would so much rather help someone else stand on a stage and speak than do it myself. And I love, love, love doing it. Because it's a connection with the audience, just like right now, in this moment, we're transcending time and space, you and I, right here, we're connecting in the heart, that option is available, I feel it in my heart, it's my strong intention that we are connected, that the connection is happening, and that spirit is being revealed, love is being revealed, even if we've never met each other, never connected in physical form we are connected and to support other people in shining their light sharing their gifts and talents that is my thing and I love it and what I've seen with so many spiritual teachers counselors ministers light workers in all kinds of professions and business, attorneys, uh, coaches, massage therapists, Reiki therapists, all kinds of folks, is that if they are holding on to resentments and regrets, 
then that unforgiveness is going to keep them playing small. It's going to keep them from living their heart's desire. What I have seen is that it builds up and builds up and it does become a stressor. It becomes the actual cause of tremendous fear. And that's really what stress is. It's a form of fear. And so forgiveness is the way out of all fear, all worry, all doubt, everything, every problem. I, I have seen a number of people over my lifetime who had serious chronic issues, particularly pain. Also emotional chronic issues, addiction, different kinds of issues like that, that when they do true, authentic, real forgiveness work, the healing happens. It happens on a physical level, an emotional level, a mental level. I've seen it so many times that now I can trust it. Now I can have faith in it. And I'm so grateful for that. What a blessing that is. Tremendous blessing. So that's what motivates me to teach forgiveness. So if you are experiencing stress, please do not focus your attention on changing the circumstances. You've probably been doing that and it's not working. So instead, turn to self-forgiveness. 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 I'm saying it three times because there have been many times when people have come to me and asked for uh, what can they do to shift their suffering. And I recommend self-forgiveness. And they focus entirely on forgiving others. Self-forgiveness. That's the teaching of A Course in Miracles. All forgiveness is self-forgiveness. So this is why uh, I created this uh, free workshop. It's called How to Get Over It. It's available for download right here on the homepage at jenniferhadley.com. I say here because that's where it feels like I live sometimes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so just go to jenniferhadley.com, How to Get Over It. It's right there on the homepage. It's totally free. And I encourage you to gather a friend or two, a relative or two, listen to the workshop and do the steps that I invite you to do. I give you clear instructions. You can print them out and write the self-forgiveness letters in the format that I'm inviting you to do. Please, please. It's so liberating. And I would like to support you in no longer feeling stressed. I'm telling you, the causes of stress are relieved by self-forgiveness. They truly are. All healing is at the level of the mind, and that's where the forgiveness is, and that's where the stress is. So uh, one of the things that I teach about in my Finding Freedom Boot Camp class and in my Masterful Living year-long class is what I call the divine alarm clock. And so whenever we feel upset for in any way, shape, or form, from the slightest irritation to a deep sadness to tremendous worry and fear, any kind of upset whatsoever, annoyance, uh, frustration, all of it is because we're choosing to judge rather than to forgive. True forgiveness is releasing our interpretation. It's releasing our point of view, our wrong perspective. 
It's releasing our meaning that we have made of things. And it's releasing the ourselves, giving ourselves freedom from the decision that we made about things. That's what true forgiveness is. And it's available to us all of the time. It's, it's free. We can get out of jail free if we choose to. And that's my invitation. Do it. So often I, I, people have asked me, what can I do, Jennifer? And I suggest they get to get over it, uh, how to get over it, do the steps. And months go by and they're coming back to me. What can I do, Jennifer? I'm still so much in pain. And I say, did you, did you do the, how to get over it? Did you write the forgiveness letter to yourself? Did you do any of those things? Well, no, I understand that. I understand the delaying. I understand the stewing and fermenting in our pain and suffering. Oh yes. I explored that in great (laughs) detail. So I totally understand it. I don't judge it. I totally get it. I just know we don't have to wait until the pain is uh, so unbearable and excruciating. We don't have to wait until that divine alarm clock, which is going off mentally, letting us know, just like danger, danger, core temperature dropping rapidly, Danger, danger, blocking the flow of love. Danger, danger, blocking the flow of prosperity. Danger, danger, blocking the flow of healing and wholeness, love and freedom. Because that's what unforgiveness does. And the upset is the warning signal. Danger, danger, danger. Core identity being hidden. Now, I, of course, I know why Spirit wanted me to tell that story earlier. Gosh, I love God so much. What a blessing. Holy moly. Just, I, 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 that's how it always works for me. It's so, Spirit is just like, go, trust, go. Say these things, do these things. Okay, I've learned. Most of the time, I've really learned, yes, do it. It happens to me all the time that, let's say, I can't find something. I can't find where I put those scissors down, which is why I have a rule. Got to have a pair of scissors in every room because I forget where I put them. And then I can't find them and I don't like that. So, <laughs> um, and then Spirit will say, go check on that window. And boom, there are the scissors right there, right there in that room by the window. It's, spirit but it's anyway I love God so perfect all the time we can experience that perfection and then the stress it has nothing to grab a hold of in a pure perfect world there's nothing to be stressed about And we can move into that perspective. Pain is a wrong perspective. Lesson 190. And that's our destiny. That's what we're meant to do. We can do it. Let's do it. Just listening to spirit here. So it's very stressful when... On a conscious level, we're deciding to block the flow of love by holding on to regrets, attack thoughts, opinions, judgments, fear, worry, doubt, shame, blame. All of these things, guilt, lots and lots of guilt, jealousy, and we think it's uncontrollable, but it's not. We've decided to abdicate our spiritual authority 
our spiritual sovereignty, dominion over our mind, for placing our awareness and our attention into the ego thought system and thinking we are a body dwelling in the ego thought system and that the ego is a being that has power and that is directing us and it's out of our control and we are powerless. That is the true cause of stress. But we're not powerless. It's just that we have mentally, within the illusion, deluded ourselves into believing that we're powerless. And that's where the true stress comes from. It comes from mentally agreeing to delude ourselves that we are not the sons of God, that we are not part of God's life, that our mind is not the mind of God. We're trying to hide from God because we have allowed ourselves to entertain and energize and even treasure thoughts of separation from our beloved brothers and sisters. And it's those thoughts that have brought us into this place of great despair and stress that we've come to believe there's no way out. We're stuck here. But see, none of these thoughts are true. That's why they're so upsetting so when we're upset, the divine alarm clock is going off, letting us know that we have abdicated our spiritual sovereignty for ego authority. But that's a conscious choice we make. And if we pay attention, we can watch ourselves make that choice. We can witness that we are choosing to go unconscious. We're choosing to agree that we're powerless because we don't wish to extend love to ourselves and others. And that's a habit that we can break with the help of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit really will do all the heavy lifting. But we have to recognize the divine alarm clock when it's going off and the stress is a clear alarm that we have lost our mind, our real mind, and we are pretending that this ego mind is our mind. But it's not. The ego is a thought system of separation, and that's all it is. It has no power unless we choose to agree with it. I love that. So it's an experiment. And when we do agree with it, we're not bad or wrong. We're just making an exploratory choice. But it does not make us any worse or any better. That's the thing. God is eternally the same and so are we. We are eternally perfect. And the stress comes from thinking that we're not. Stress comes from thinking that we lack, that we, are ha we have limits, but we don't. And so we can reclaim our unlimited, unprecedented nature. It does take willingness. Any amount of willingness is willingness. And we can move to making a decision and being motivated, wholehearted, and completely willing. even though we don't know how it will unfold. The how is not our job or it's not our business. That's God's business. And we can have trust and faith. And that's the great stress relief. It does feel like a journey, but it's not as big a journey as you might think. Remember I was saying at the beginning that for me it was uh, about a year, maybe a year and a half, 
uh, to a huge shift in my consciousness. Huge. But I was determined to place my faith in God and stop placing my faith in the ego. I was determined. And I let spirit show me how. Day by day, moment by moment. And I didn't give up. And I'm so, so grateful. So, so grateful. Hmm. Let's not live stressed. There are other choices. And let's forgive ourselves any judgments we have that we have been living a stressful life. Mm. If you would really like to do this forgiveness work, please consider joining me at my Forgive and Be Free retreat the first weekend in October. It is exceptional. Uh, So many people have told me that that was a pivot point in their life. It's a small retreat. It's intimate. uh, It's absolutely 100% life-changing. And I would love to support you in doing that work if you're interested in joining me. We have payment plans And we'll do everything we can to support you and making it possible if you'd like to come. And I I do that retreat back-to-back with my spiritual counseling training intensive so that the folks who are going into the spiritual counseling training intensive uh, can have that extra boost and have even more clarity, have an even... um, more profound life-changing experience in the intensive. And let me just say that people do come and do those back-to-back who do not intend to be counselors. Oh my gosh, we're done. It's happened. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for all your support, your love. Thank you for being my prayer partner. Let's pray right now. So grateful and thankful for the love of God shining in our mind eternally. We share the benefits with all. We let the healing be. And so it is. Amen. 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 God bless you. Have a great rest of your week.